Bible commands us to cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression. This is the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston. Glad you're with us today again, and we're preaching again on the subject, Don't Give the Devil Any Satisfaction. In Luke twenty-two thirty-one, the Lord said to Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. The devil desires to have Christians that he can pulverize their lives and blow them into a million pieces. And when he gets his desire, it makes him very happy, and it gives him great satisfaction. And when that happens, not only does the devil get great satisfaction, but God gets a broken heart. And the Bible tells us in Revelation that the devil is the accuser of the brethren who accuses us before God day and night. He goes in to God and says, he loves it. it. It gives him such joy. And I can't imagine how God feels and how God deals with it and continues to let it happen. And that's not going to go on forever. But dear friend, I I know that this, the devil has gotten the satisfaction of accusing me before God, and I hate that that happened, and I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen anymore, and yet I find that I still fail, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm determined to live more and more so the devil cannot get any satisfaction. We said the devil wants you to be, be abominable, living sinfully. That gives him satisfaction, disappoints God. He wants you to be ashamed of Christ. That gives him satisfaction, disappoints God. He wants, to be, wants you to be absent from church. That gives him satisfaction and disappoints God. He wants you to be apathetic, not on fire, not impassionate, not devotion, not dedicated, not fervent. He wants that. That gives him satisfaction and disappoints God. He wants you to, to assimilate. That means to become similar to the world. Be like they are. That gives him satisfaction and disappoints God. He wants you to be amoral. That means having n- neither moral or immoral positions. I don't see what's wrong with that. That's an amoral statement. And, and he loves it. That gives him satisfaction, and that disappoints God. He wants you to be accumulating, living for the things and activities of this world, and uh, that gives him satisfaction and disappoints God. And then he wants you to abandon. If the devil can get you to abandon your faith, that's his ultimate delight. That is obviously what he was trying to do with Peter. Luke twenty-two thirty-two. it says, But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. I heard this statistic, 52% of young people raised in faith that go to secular university, leave church, and eventually denounce that they have a relationship with God. The devil just laughs when that happens, and it gives him satisfaction. So, well, they they weren't saved. Listen, I, I don't know. I'm not the judge, but I know this. I know I was saved. And I know I was backslidden, and I know I quit church, and I, I'm ashamed of all those things I did, but I was saved. And, dear friend, I'm just saying to you, you, you can't judge somebody, but you can know this, that the devil desires to sift them as wheat and that their faith would fail. And Jesus said, I prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. Satan loves you loves to get you discouraged, disappointed, disgruntled, defeated, and disillusioned. Satan loves nothing better than to be able to attack your faith and you get you to disobey or disavow God so that he can go before God and point it out and gloat before God. 
Dear Christian, determine today that by the grace and with his help of God, you will not give the devil any satisfaction. Peter failed, and he disappointed God and himself. You, you and I do and may fail. We ought to determine not to. But look with me now, if you would, at verse 20, 22, verse 32, where Jesus said, But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Jesus told Peter he prayed for him that his faith that it would not fail when Satan sifted him. It's a wonderful thing that we have an intercessor praying for us. Romans 8.33 says that, uh, that uh, Christ that died, yea, rather that is written again, risen again, who is even at the right hand of God the Father, who also maketh intercession for us. The Bible says the Spirit helpeth us because we don't know how to pray as we ought to, and he maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. I want to say, dear friend, that I'm so glad that uh, when Satan is sifting me, I have a Savior and a Holy Spirit praying for my success. Thank you for listening to the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston, produced by Bible Tracks Incorporated of Bloomington, Illinois. Visit BibleTracksInc.org for more information.